podcast going. Get video going. Maybe we'll get the video going. There it goes. So, get this up. Cigar. Still haven't started my New Year's resolution. Maybe I'll start in February. offer very limited protection, if any. The three doses with a booster, they offer reasonable protection against hospitalization and deaths. Uh, uh, against deaths I think. Hmm. Well, I thought I had more tunes going than that, but evidently not. <laughs> if you ever noticed, uh, You don't know what you've got until it's gone. I uh, ran out, or I should say my uh, subscription to YouTube Premium ran out the other day. And I said, you know, who gives a shit? But... I guess we, I spoil myself so much. We, as humanoids, spoil ourselves so much with these petty little things in life that when it's gone, you're like, shit, I really miss that. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, I use the, uh, the ad-free service sometimes when I'm uh, driving home to listen to my playlists, lists. Uh, I usually fall asleep to um, podcasts and uh, music. Uh, the relaxation music that lasts, well, I have this one that's a 24-hour cycle. Uh, I haven't seen a commercial on it in days. But it's uh, 24 hours of Christmas music, soothing Christmas music. Uh, When I first turn on the live stream, there's music, or there's a commercial, like if I log out or turn my computer off and turn it back on. But, uh, like, it sucks trying to listen to uh, a video... Well, you're trying to fall asleep and suddenly like this 20-minute commercial comes on in the middle of a 10-minute video. Like the commercial is longer than the video. What the frick? Uh, Anyhow, I'm going to light this stogie up. I found, uh, who is this? Dominique Guitar doing uh, parts. The version of the heart song, uh, Barracuda, and maybe a few other. There's something about a, about a good-looking woman that can rock a guitar. I like a good guitar solo, anyways. But Sophie Lloyd's another one of my favorites. Maybe we'll get. Don't worry about. The- 
had to play something to keep you guys entertained while I fire one up. You know, I always thought Hart was, uh, that was my sewage bill. Uh, I always thought Hart was an 80s band. Uh, 80s, they were an 80s hair band. They were women, of course, Ann and Nancy Hart. Um, but I didn't know they went back to the 1970s. Uh, same thing with uh, the Bangles. They had their roots in the 70s. I, knew, I remember listening growing up, I don't know if it was whose radio countdown it was, but probably Casey Kasem. Uh, the Bangles were influenced by the Beatles. Uh, and they, I didn't realize how many hit songs they had, the Bangles. I listened to them for an hour, and I was like, whoa, that's a hit song I remember from when I was a kid. Whoa, there's another one. And it was like, there was some bigger music festival, uh, a, a women's in rock or something, I don't know. And they, uh, I mean, they were rocking. I, yeah, to me, in the 80s, they were, they were just pretty faces. I, I was only a kid, you know, like 10 maybe when Walk Like an Egyptian hit big. But they had a lot of hit songs before that. Uh, and even Walk Like an Egyptian, if you listen to the, the music, not just the funny lyrics, uh, they're really jamming. They can really rock the guitars. I didn't realize Susanna Hoff, Hoff's, Susanna Hoff's could shred like that. I remember watching the terrible, I don't, might not have been the only movie she was in, but it was cornier in hell, the uh, movie The All-Nighter, but she was in like her undergarments at one point in the movie, so I, ooh, Susanna Hoffs, and she was like must have been late 20s or early 30s, playing a college student. But she's still to this day, even though she's 60-ish, over 60, still looks 40 years old, man. Uh, all the girls from the Bangles, I think the bass player, they, they've had changing bass players, but the two sisters and Susanna... are the mainstays and they they've held their looks and their age pretty well. I think their last real big hit as a group was that uh Hazy Shade of Winter from uh the Less Than Zero soundtrack, which was Almost one of Robert Downey Jr.'s last movies, man. That guy was really screwed up in the 80s. From, you know, kind of teen movie star into 20-something movie star. And then by the late 90s, he was, like, almost blacklisted in Hollywood. Him and Rob Lowe. Uh, Charlie Sheen's still a nuttier and a fruitcake. I shouldn't say they were blacklisted, but they fell off the radar because of their drug problems. And now, you know, 
raw blow and um, who the hell did I just say? The guy that plays uh, in the Marvel movies now. Uh, <laughs> I already forgot his name. Well, anyhow, I can see him in my head. I mean, they've made great comebacks later in life. Charlie was doing good there for a while on uh, Two and a Half Men. Anyhow, a little trip down memory road there. Today was one of those weird days to me. I got up early. And thank goodness I'm in the economy that I can turn an app on and start making money. I got up pretty early this morning because a friend needed help. And I needed, he couldn't give me gas money to go pick him up and take him back to where he needed to go. He's kind of a goofball. But, uh, you know, I was able to work for four or five hours and make enough money to have gasoline and uh, of course you know I got snacks and a cigar and different crap while I was out but uh, it's nice to be able to do that high technology I tells I tells you what so some things that were in the news I wanted to talk about just uh, Judge Justice Sonia Sotomayor and her either misstatement or lie that we have 100,000 children hospitalized, uh, many of which on ven ventilators, she said, uh, because of the Omicron virus. And it's not anywhere near that. In fact, the number of children through the entire pandemic affected that badly by COVID is, I think I read 83,000. But she was speaking in present tense. And I don't know where she got her numbers from, but uh, get into that. But while I was looking for that article, I found this one by The Guardian. Uh, unfortunately, Prince Andrew will not be facing criminal charges at this point. Uh, I believe he should be. Uh, I don't give a damn. We, we told the British crown to kiss off in 1776. So if you assault an American on American soil, I don't care who you are, you need to be in trouble in American courts. Uh, now his assault of this lady may have happened offshore on the Epstein Island, pedophile island, uh, I'm not sure on all the facts of that, but this is relating to the Epstein case and uh, one more rever revelation uh, of that. Uh, 
So the Guardian, uh, this is an opinion by David McClure, but I'll try to pick the facts out of this article. Uh, it says, now Prince Andrew is facing trial. The palace must find a way to de-royal him. So that's McClure's opinion. So, one by one, the options are running out for Prince Andrew. He has just lost his latest legal battle after Manhattan Federal Court Judge Lewis Kaplan's ruling today that the sexual abuse lawsuit against him should proceed to trial despite his lawyers advancing a variety of technical arguments including that Virginia Guffrey no longer lives in the United States that she agreed in 2009 in a that she agreed in a 2009 deal not to pursue claims against certain other people and that the court summons had not been properly served he now faces a long trial that is likely to cause considerable reputable damage to the royal family in a year when everyone is supposed to be celebrating the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. One possibility left to him is settling out of court. Uh, after all, that is what happens in the vast majority of civil litigations in the U.S., particularly after the attrition of a drawn-out court case begins to bite. But such an option could hit the cash-strapped prince hard in the pocket, given reports that he is trying to sell his 17 million euro, I don't know what that translates into U.S. dollars, his 17 million euro Swiss chalet, I think that's a fancy word for a, a mansion in the Swiss Alps, like a ski chalet, uh, to raise puns, funds to pay for his legal bills. This is after reports from the palace that the queen would not bail him out financially. Uh, Guthrie, or her name's spelled G-I-U-F-F-R-E. I don't know how else to say that, but Guffrey. So, uh, had already received 500000 in a legal settlement with Epstein. Like I said, this all goes back to Pedophile Island and the Epstein saga that went on, what, from the late, from the 90s? Till uh, Epstein was finally arrested, convicted, and did not hang himself in his cell. So you've got all these powerful names coming to light, but you don't have a lot of powerful investigations into what these powerful names uh, did. 
These are some of the top people in the world. I don't care that Donald Trump is one of them. Um, he threw Epstein out of Mar Largo in 2002 after Epstein uh, was making advances at a um, staff there who was a minor and did, he says he didn't have anything to do with Epstein after that. Now um, Ivanka's name was in Epstein's book of contacts. Uh, I think Trump's one of his wives, not Melania, was in that book too. Ivana Ivana Trump was in there. Um, you know, and I don't know when, how far back that book of contacts goes. Um, but he was, Epstein was a much bigger fan of Clinton, Bill Clinton, uh, and Hillary Clinton, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, Ghislaine. Maxwell, however you say it, was at uh, Chelsea's wedding, which was an exclusive elite uh, invitation only, obviously. All weddings are invitation only, usually. Uh, but she... Ghislaine Maxwell was right there. And it's arguable, argued uh, among internet dorks whether Ghislaine was the hierarchy or whether she was the underboss to Epstein, whether she was the top pimp and Epstein was just the provider of money, uh, scumbags both. Don't get, don't shit me. I shit you not. They're both scumbags, but uh, some are arguing who was the top in the relationship, who was the boss, and who was the underling. I think it's pretty well understood that <clears throat> Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell were close in cahoots. Uh, but uh, Prince Andrew here has a serious problem. He had a TV interview where he was just sputtering and stammering and couldn't keep his lies straight. Uh, and it was pretty Sad. It was pathetic. Um, it's hard to say where all these things took place because these were jet setters. These were the top 1% uh, of the world that were into this stuff. So where do criminal charges get placed? You know, obviously there was enough against Epstein and Maxwell on American soil to prosecute them here in the United States. 
but these other people, Prince Andrew, Bill Clinton, uh, you know, Donald Trump, the Bill Gates, where do, do they fall into place in all this? You know, Epstein had a huge mansion in New York. Uh, you know, he, he was by, what do you call that? By uh, design, by, by trade, he was a financial advisor. But from what people say, he wasn't a very good one. So it's hard to really say what, you know, whose offenses took place at one of his onshore American uh, houses in New York. I think he had houses elsewhere. But, you know, something criminal needs to come against these other people that were involved in this. Will it ever? We don't know. Uh, I guess the files went back to being sealed under lock and key by court order, which I think is kind of bullshit. You know, maybe in the overall arching sense of things, in this overall uh, pedophile scene of um, of the in the elite realm of world leaders, um, economic leaders, political leaders, blah blah woof woof. Um, maybe Epstein and Maxwell, d despite what scumbags they were, were the patsies. And now, you know, the higher-ups are like, okay, we washed our hands of them, put away the file, put away the little black book, put away the videotapes and the photographs, and lend, let us to our business. But I hope more young women, uh, well, they're not young now, more women will find their courage and come forth and see how many more of these creepers we can get criminal charges on. So, I'm going to end that. So, first, though, before that, I want to get into this uh, Sonia Sotomayor um, lie. I guess they're going to call it a misstatement or something. Uh, but, she lied. See, they're trying to get this vaccine mandate crap through the Supreme Court. And the age groups, that they want everyone vaccinated. Uh, and they want President Biden to be able to have a national vaccine, or vaccine mandate like Australia and Austria and Germany have. Uh, okay, here's the quote. This is what Judge Sonia Sotomayor, 
who was appointed by President Barry Satoro, also known as Barack Obama, uh, had to say the other day, uh, I think it was like January 7th, Sonia or Sotomayor went off the rails. Quote, we have over 100,000 children, which we've never had before, in serious condition and many on ventilators. Uh, this is from Yahoo News, but it's kind of common sense too. Uh, it, that is wildly incorrect. Assuming she is referring to hospitalizations, given the reference to ventilators. According to HHS data, as of January 8th, there are about 5,000 children hospitalized in a pediatric bed, either with suspect COVID or a confirmed laboratory test. This figure includes patient, patients in observation beds. So Sonia Sotomayor's number is at least 20 times higher than reality. Now, the group that the group of people that they're now targeting for these vaccines. Uh, and the older population has a high vaccination rate. Once you get to 50, it, it gets really high. Like the well, of course the percentage would be high because you know there are fewer people over the age of 70. But whatever, you get my point. The vaccination rates get higher the the older you get in the population. Uh, unfortunately, their vac one the vaccine doesn't help them as much because of their age. Also, it wears off faster in them. But that's the population that needs to be protected. Now they're going after everybody, but especially children. I'm hearing on commercials. And I've never heard commercials before for a vaccine, but they've now gotten the FDA to approve a vaccination for children 5 to 11. So let's look at some numbers here. Now, preface this. We don't want anyone to die. Unfortunately, this life ends in death. Okay? As we know, I'm a strong believer in a life after this. But this body does die. Everybody, all 7 billion of us, our physical bodies will die some day okay but all all we have to say all deaths are tragic or else I'm an SOB uh, in the world according to UNICEF 0.4 percent 
or 12,000 children are among the dead from the COVID virus during the pandemic, according to UNICEF. In the United States, ages 5 to 11, this, these, this is the age group that the uh, makers of the vaccines uh, are targeting with commercials to parents to get their children vaccinated. Children 5 to 11 make up 0.000, that's a decimal point followed by three zeros, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, 0, way, way less than a percent, okay, far less than one percent. The number of children, meaning zero to 17 years old, that died from COVID in the United States, uh, this was as of, I think, October 2021, and you got to remember, sometimes the death certificates <clears throat> and the statistics lag a little behind, especially since now we're sorting through who died of COVID and who died with COVID. But anyways, in the United States, <clears throat> children, that is age zero, don't know how many people are zero years old, but age zero through 17, 1,015 have died. That number may have gone up a little bit since October, uh, but that was the most recent statistic I could find. Uh, Omicron, yes, it's spreading. It will spread. We will all get it eventually, eventually they say. But it's a very weak version of this. And they're finding scientists, real scientists, not Dr. Fauci, are kind of alluding that this could be the end to the pandemic. That this will overtake the Delta variant because it's uh, sucking up the cells that the Delta variant needs to latch on to. And also, this being infected with Omicron can mean anything from a bad cold to the sniffles. But it's not the severe, uh, your lungs filling with water, respiratory illness that the Alpha original variant, original virus and the Delta variant were. Now the Delta I found out was a lot worse than the Alpha. How this will mutate next, we don't know. But there's no need for a nationwide vaccine mandate. And statistically speaking, the odds of your child dying of COVID if they are 
5 to 11 years old is how does it go with tens hundreds thousands millionths one two millionth percent am I right point zero 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 one two so if you go from the decimal place backwards it goes tens hundreds thousands hundred thousands so the odds of your child dying of COVID is less than one in 100,000. Am I doing math right? Uh, let's not, let, you know, let, don't, let's not let me do math. It's point zero 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 one two percent Extremely low. Uh, keep your kid healthy. Keep them in good health. Uh, don't let them get obese like me. Don't let them become diabetic. Give them their vitamins and minerals. Feed them a good diet. Be a parent. If they're feeling sick, take them to the doctor. That's a novel concept, huh? And if you feel sick, stay at home. Stay away from people. Stay away from people. If you're sick, stay the frick at home. This goes pre-pandemic for me. People drove me nuts for years. I've been getting my flu shot regularly for a few years now. But it used to drive me absolutely insane when I would be at a store and there'd be some idiot in line. Oh, I feel so sick. And they're like laying on the counter. They're coughing on everyone. And, you know, there was no hand sanitizer. There was no spray bottle sanitizer to wipe the counter down. Uh, you know, maybe if something comes good, comes out of this pandemic, you know, uh, hygiene and common sense. Like, maybe stores will keep the bottle of sanitizer around. And if there's some idiot coughing and complaining they're sick, they'll wipe down the keypad on the credit card machine and the counter and stuff like that. Uh, that would be handy dandy. You know? Also, I wish frickin' Walmart and... I don't know what your grocery store chain is. Around me, it's uh, predominantly Giant Eagle. I wish they would go back to being open 24-7. I, I know it's nice for their employees to have the whole night to themselves to restock the shelves and to uh, clean the place. But I, I want to go to Walmart in the middle of the night... Or no, I, I just had a bad cold, or maybe I had Omicron, I don't know. But I just needed to get uh, some Coracine HBP, because I have high, uh, well, I don't have high blood pressure. I'm regulating it with 
cigars, cigars, minor exercise, and uh, medication. But I can't take the good. Uh, A good Sudafed and stuff like that for my sinuses because it's got amphetamines in it you know like methamphetamine crystal meth lovely pharmaceutical companies uh, so I have to take core seed and HBP and uh, I have to take the severe cold and flu version of it because it has uh, stuff to dry up the sinuses and uh, get rid of the scratchy throat and stuff like that. Anyhow, enough about my medical history. Let's listen to Joe Biden make an idiot of himself. What say ye? So, on... day was it? January 11th, this uh, Voting Rights Act that's been controversial... Since ye new Democrats took over the uh, House of Representatives, well, they took over that in 2018. Since Biden became president, they've been wanting to get this uh, Voting Freedom Act or whatever crap they're calling it passed. And it's got nothing to do with civil rights. It's got nothing to do with voting rights. It's a federal takeover of the election system, which the Constitution gives to the states. Now, many people say this bill will be overturned because it's blatantly against the Constitution. But some of the things that Biden says uh, in his voting rights speech, mind ye... This was the guy that didn't want black children bust into the same school as white children because it would create a racial jungle, he said. And he didn't want his kids going to school in a racial jungle, he said. Uh, he's now saying that, you know, this is a Republican target at uh, Hispanic people of color, black voters. 80% of black voters want there to be a voter ID or they don't have a problem with it. Okay? Same thing with Hispanic voters. They don't have a problem with it. But the Democrats want everybody and their cousin to be able to come in, cast a vote. They want them to be able to register to vote electronically on election day. So you can be sitting at your home, your buddy can call you up and say, hey, we got to get out and vote today. Well, I'm not registered. We'll register now online. But wait one second, halt, stop, and a whoa-whoa. The voting ma machines aren't supposed to be connected to the internet. So how would the person at the polling location know you registered to vote online? That's a whole nother ball of wax. Uh, they want you to be able to 
give somebody who's standing in line a bottle of water, a hamburger, a sandwich uh, while they're waiting to vote. <clears throat> now, this is not a problem. Poll workers can still gladly take a bottle of water to people standing in line to vote. Okay, there's no law that says this law. There's there's no laws in the United States that say you can't be standing in line and your friend hand you a bottle of water. But that's the way Joe Biden and his cronies are framing it. This is what really happens. During early voting in Ohio, I have seen it with my own four eyes, right? Old four eyes Schottenhammer here. Mahoney County Board of Elections. The Democrat Party will start rounding up every Tom, Dick, and Harry they can get on a chartered bus, take them down to the Board of Elections where they have a food truck or a, uh, used to be you know, some yahoo with his barbecue grill, and they're throwing a party in the parking lot for these people lining up to vote. Some places want to stop that. They don't want people being talked into voting uh, in return for a free rack of ribs or a hamburger or a hot dog or a pack of cigarettes or you know, a bottle of vodka. That's what some states are doing. This federal takeover of voting would allow you to walk up to people in line. Hey, how you doing? Joe Biden's a great guy. Here's a bottle of water from Joe Biden. Even has Joe Biden's name on it. Look at that. Joe Biden gave you a bottle of water. Hey, you hungry? Hey, you wanna want some good barbecue? Well, hey, we just happen to be barbecuing down at the Board of Elections. Say, oh, and you can vote while you're there. Golly shazam, as Gomer Pyle would say. So, in his, well, first of all, let's, let's do something here. This bill has nothing to do with voting rights. Let me re reiterate that into your pea brains. Uh, every legal American citizen, and in the city of New York, illegal aliens, has the right to vote. Okay. But this is okay, by the way. This is not white supremacy. Idiots. Um, J Joseph reputed Biden, in his speech, said, Do you want to be on the side of the segregationists? Uh, Joe, those were Democrats. Uh, do you want to be on the side of Bull Connor? Uh, Joe, he was a Democrat. Do you want to be on the side of George Wallace? I'm pretty sure he was a Democrat, too. I'm not sure. Well, I think you are. George Corey Wallace, Governor Alabama, member of the Democrat Party. Yeah. <laughs> 
He is best remembered for his staunch segregationist and populist views. I don't be- I do not believe well, at one time segregation was a populist view for crackers. Anyhow, well thankfully the son of a bitch died in 1998 uh, according to his Wikipedia page. Uh, anyhow. Uh, R.I.H. George Wallace. Rot in hell. So, let me get back here. Start from the beginning. Are you on the side of the segregationist Democrats and Joe Biden himself? Do you want to be on the side of Bull Connor, a Democrat? George Wallace, a Democrat? Or do you want to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln, uh, founder of the Republican Party to end slavery. (laughs) So, Joe Biden, in his fervor for this Voting Rights Act that he says that, you know, us evil Republicans are targeting minority voters, black voters, Hispanic voters, uh, I have freckles. Maybe we're targeting me because I'm not pure white. Uh, I don't know. I might. I might be racist against myself. I might be xylophonic against myself. I don't know anymore. But Joseph Biden here could not find a single solitary Democrat that was anti-segregation and pro-civil rights. Even even the great, supposedly great civil rights president, John Kennedy, he did not reference. Why? Uh, I believe he mentioned, do you want to be against the Civil Rights Act? Well, John Fitzgerald Kennedy was in 1948. Whoops. Was it 48 or 58? He ran for El Presidente in 60. And he had to get the Southern Cracker vote, so he had to go against the Civil Rights Act. So let's see here. It was probably 58. John Kennedy voted against... Voted against Juneteenth. That's what comes up in my thing here. I don't think that's true. Against honoring Capitol Police. Against Civil Rights Act. Voting record. John Kennedy, 1957. Point of order to bypass House... Or to bypass the House passed the Civil Rights Bill around the Senate. Let's see here what this says. Civil Civil Rights Immigration, 1960, uh, motion to limit the debate and invoke closure on the civil rights filibuster, two-thirds majority required. 
So, Kennedy was voted for the cloture voted for the motion to okay here we go so 1960 motion to limit debate by invoking closure on the civil rights filibuster two thirds majority rejected 42 to 53, Democrats 30 to 33, Republicans 12 to 20, March 10th, Kennedy 4. So he wanted to end the filibuster on the Civil Rights uh, Act. 1960, motion to table, in parentheses, kill an amendment to the Civil Rights Bill to add part three, empowering the attorney, the attorney general to seek injunction to protect any civil right, tabling the, the motion, Kennedy voted against. Motion to table, kill the amendment to the bill to provide for court-appointed referee or presidentiality appointment, enrollment officers to register voters, after the court has found a pattern or practice of discrimination, Kennedy against. 1959, extend life of Civil Rights Commission for two years, appropriate $500,000, Kennedy for. A point, point of order against the move to bypass the House, passed Civil Rights Bill around the Senate, uh, the rejection permitted the bill to go straight to the Senate calendar. Kennedy voted for that. Eliminate the section of the Civil Rights Bill authorizing Attorney General to institute civil action for preventative relief in civil rights cases under the 14th Amendment. Kennedy against. Guarantee to jury trials in all cases of criminal contempt and provide uniform methods of selection of federal juries. Kennedy for. <clears throat> so let's see here. It didn't really give me what I wanted. I don't want Quora. Kennedy put political realism. This is from March 27th, 2015. Historylearningsite.co.uk Kennedy put political realism before any form of beliefs when he voted against Eisenhower's 1957 Civil Rights Act. Let me read a little more into this. No, I don't want notifications. 
John F. Kennedy is not automatically associated with civil rights issues as Kennedy's presidency is more famed for the Cuban Missile Crisis and issues surrounding the Cold War. Also, no obvious civil rights legislation was signed by Kennedy. However, Kennedy did have major input into civil rights history, though posthumously. So after he died, the new president, Lyndon Johnson, did carry on some of Kennedy's civil rights beliefs. However, history has to state that Democrats cannot look to Kennedy as a great civil rights leader, uh, a la George H.W. Bush, who lost his congressional seat in Texas for voting in favor of a civil rights bill in 1964, I believe. Uh, Allah, like Dwight Eisenhower, who sent the 101st Airborne in to guard and force uh, Bull Connor out of the schoolhouse door and allow black children to attend school with white children. And Eisenhower, who tried to pass a civil rights bill that Kennedy ultimately ended up being against because Kennedy needed to carry this Democrat South in 1960 when he ran for president. To me, that's a spineless, gutless wonder. But anyways... Joe Biden wants you to be on the side of Abraham Lincoln and not all the Democrats that have stood against civil rights throughout the years when it comes to this voting rights bill, which has nothing to do with your right to vote. It's just a federal takeover of our election system. And as you can see, the federal government under President Joe repulsive Biden can't run shit. Everything woke turns to shit. <laughs> Final segment. Thank y'all. God bless y'all. Uh, find me on anchor.fm at Americana, the American way. Also on Rumble, same channel. Uh, find me on Gab, Twitter, Getter at the real underscore big john on parlor at the real big john all one word until next time god bless you and keep you in the palm of his hand until we meet again